Today on this Chokeslam Wrestling Report, we are going to go piggybacking on the 15 WWE Superstar and what came out of that the following day of one of probably two wrestlers that probably was fired because they weren't vaccinated. Also, we are going to be talking about St. Clair Broadcasting and a $12 million death that probably is the reason why Ring of Honor may be closing their doors forever. Vince McMahon and his dislike of Bray Wyatt. We're going to talk about John Mosley entering an alcohol recovery and what does this mean to AEW. We have that and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Welcome to another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the infamous Ultimate One from New York City. And I want you to, I want to say welcome back to the podcast. Uh, and today we're going to be have some topics. And the top topic that I will be talking about is those releases that happened Thursday with WWE Let Go or probably you could say four major individuals. First one, Keith Lee, they let him go after this whole bullcrap. They were trying to give him a new game with the bear clat, a bear cat, whatever what the hell it was. Um, and of course, Killer Cross, which is they were calling him Carrier Cross at WWE, but Killer Cross got let go. Um, he talked about that stupid helmet they were trying to put over him that made him look like a demolition reject. One big surprise out of all these releases was. No other than Nia Jax. She got let go. And, you know, that was a big surprise. And I will tell you why. Then, of course, we had Mia Yim, who was let go. Uh, so, and then a bunch of other NXT uh, performers that they actually let go over the, uh, during that week. So, it's just amazing how WWE continues to release all these wrestlers. And now... I, for one, um, I checked the, uh, what it was, the uh, SmackDown on Friday. That's all the ending of uh, SmackDown where Xavier Woods uh, was having a wrestling match with one of the Usos. I believe it was Jimmy. And the match was that if Jimmy loses, he has to bow down to the king. Of course, that didn't happen because they weren't going to make them look bad. Uh, what proceeded was a attack on Roman Reigns, I mean, attack on uh, Xavier Woods, I mean, by Roman Reigns, who came in the ring, sneak attacked uh, Xavier, and then the Usos went to work on Kofi Kingston's leg. Uh, so now I'm looking at this. I said, okay, this looks like a good storyline, but where is it going to lead? And that is a problem with WWE and their stories because – you're not going to put uh, Xavier Woods to have a match with Roman Reigns to claim who is the leader of WWE. I mean, this is the problem. You had the king of the ring, uh, and the king of the ring winner should get a title shot at any of the world champions, meaning the Raw champion or the SmackDown champion. If you are having this type of storyline, you better be giving Xavier Woods a title shot. 
you know. But we all know that WWE does not do none of this. They don't please the fans. And they're never going to please the fans because they don't care about the fans. But, of course, we have the WWE apologists always try and find ways to apologize for WWE's decisions and their booking. So the fact that they let go 15 more wrestlers from the NXT, Raw, um, I think that I don't remember if they let anybody from SmackDown go, but um, it, it just amazes me that WWE let all these wrestlers go and claim broke. Yes, you heard me right. They said because of budget cuts. Now, how can you claim leaving 15 wrestlers unemployed because you're claiming budget cuts? Now, I don't want to hear nothing because a lot of these, um, these, these, uh, you know, again, apologists have balls to come out of nowhere and, 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 you know, and say, oh, you know, WWE is making money and WWE is this and WWE is that. Uh, they're going to make all the money in the world. That's number one. Number two, you can't be talking about no lot about money and making it seem like, oh, you know what the hell you're doing. Let's be realistic. Uh, Last time I checked, if you ain't got money on the stock market with the WWE, you shouldn't be talking about money. See, me, I could talk about money when it comes to WWE because I have money invested on the WWE stocks. But my 95%, 98% of these people talk about, oh, WWE makes the most money. So what? Because you make the most money does not mean that your product is good. And right now, for them releasing all these people, uh, um, you know, as far as um, them... The, you know, getting rid of all these people because budget cuts. Now, let me read you the the uh, the people that were released. Now, I did a YouTube video on Friday morning, very early. I'm talking about 3 o'clock. I did a, almost 4 o'clock in the morning. I did a video because it was bothering me uh, for me to do the, the, the podcast on my YouTube channel because, you know, I know most of the people were like, oh, look, he's doing a YouTube ch uh, video, but that was like 12 hours ago or 24 hours ago. Nobody cares, you know. But the people that got released was Scarlett Bordeaux. That woman never came out in the raw, as far as in the raw main roster. She did come out NXT. She was the part of the whole entrance. Uh, Carrying Cross NXT was awesome. And they really did not use her. They just let her, you know, pretty much... Not even. They were planning to put in a wrestling ring. Frankie Monet, also known as Valerie Valkyrie. Tiger Valkyrie, I'm sorry. Tiger Valkyrie. They didn't do much with her. They had in some tag team. And then now WWE's going around that. They're not going to hire any female wrestler who's un, uh, over 25. Discrimination at best. So, of course, uh, Tiger Valkyrie said, oh, wow, you know, she, she, it's, it's this disgrace how you, you know, Talking about you now, now you're not going to let uh, hire people that are over 30. It's just a, it's a disaster. What you're looking at now with WWE is a disaster. They let Taya Valkyrie, former two-time Impact World Champion, a two-time AAA uh, Reina de Reina Champion, go because of their foolishness. So Amber Moon, another one that WWE didn't care for. Amber Moon, of course... Uh, Vince McMahon never liked the Ember Moon. And Ember Moon was hurt, came back, 
did a whole change. It won the NXT Tag Team title with, I believe, with Shotzi Blackheart. Um, so that was a, a good sign. Uh, Trey Baxter, uh, you know, he got let go. Oni Lorcan got let go. And um, the best part, the one that put a smile to my face, because not because of this person who got let go, but for the group, and that's Hit Row. Or should we call it Shit Row? Because now they let go of B-Fab, and everybody's like, oh, they didn't give her a chance, whatever. Meanwhile, before she got let go, she had just signed a new deal, okay? She had just signed a new deal to stay with WWE, and they let her go. So Hit Row with Top Dollar, who was talking a lot of smack online, and this guy can't wrestle for fucking beans, okay? He can't wrestle for nothing. Um, was talking a lot of crap, talking about the sneaker game and this and this and that. And then when I finally got to see him wrestle, I'm like, what? What did you bring in into the match? He didn't bring anything. He's an oversized, overweight football player who has no wrestling background, okay, talking a lot of stuff, a, a lot of smack on social media. And here he goes, and one of your members got let go. And what was you saying? That yeah, nobody tells you what to do. You're gonna do your own promos. Y'all gonna call the promos and stop. So, you know, and, and it's not that I wanted be fab to lose her job. It's just the fact the group itself, the members, especially Top Dollar, guy talks a lot, a lot of smack, a lot of smack when it comes to um, to uh, wrestling when he has no wrestling uh background as far as him he i'm telling you i saw him wrestle and i was like what does he bring to the table which means nothing 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 okay then you have jesse camille i don't know who that is zayda ramir grand metalik that was not a surprise he had asked for his release um so did lindsay dorado um he asked for i believe his release also jeep rama i don't know who that is Katina Cortez, I think that's who BFAT beat in her first match. Then you have uh, Nia Jax. Again, Nia Jax, who I will be talking about real quick. Harry Smith, the David Boy, David Boy Smith Jr., who didn't even get to, he signed with WWE, never got to television. They never, ever got to put him on television. So this is crazy. Mia Yim got let go. Keith Lee got let go. Now you gotta ask yourself these questions like how in the world this happened? Okay, so let me get real quick and talk about the person that 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 really that, that I say to myself they were out to destroy them from the get-go, and that was Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross, okay, he was the NXT world champion, two years undefeated, and what did they do? They put him in a match against Jeff Hardy. Hardy ended up pinning him with less than three minutes. Okay. Less than three minutes. And then out of nowhere, uh, you know, using heel tactics to beat Karrion Cross while he was still NXT champion. Now, you had all these apologists talking about, oh, it's, a, it's part of a bigger storyline, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's not part of a bigger storyline. Why are you lying? There's no storyline. And sure enough, they put a damn helmet on him. And the next thing you know, he uh, 
got let go. Now let's talk about Keith Lee. Keith Lee, um, he's another guy who had, like I said, they pulled the Bearcat, uh, you know, um, how do you say that? The Bearcat gimmick on him. And I have people who are in Facebook groups talking about old school wrestling, that they were naming, that they were going, um, honoring some wrestler, Bearcat Wright, and, you know, the WWE is going to the history, and stop. And now I'm, I'm glad, I, I want to talk to the guy who was, like, on my ass because he said, oh, Bearcat Wright was in the cauliflower. Nobody knew who the hell Bearcat Wright is until, you know, WWE brought it up and they little apologist fan base, okay? Bearcat Lee, really? And they, they just destroyed this man's character. This man was an NXT and North American champion at the same time. Had great matches with Donovan Dijakovic, who is another guy that ever since uh, uh, Retribution, he has never been the same. They had done nothing. They make him teaming up with Millie uh, Vanilli. I forgot the other guy's name. And they're not doing nothing with him. So they destroyed Keith Lee and made him look bad. And then, you know, then after they were done with him, I mean, because he got COVID during the pandemic, he was supposed to feud with Bobby Lashley. He lost most of his matches. He came back in his debut back from from hiatus and lost to Bobby Lashley on Monday Night Raw. And people were like, "Oh, give him a break, give him a chance." And that is the problem with WWE with this giving giving them a chance. I'm not giving them no chance. We know that they don't care about you fans, but you're too, you know, ignorant and you know, and gullible. Think that WWE is doing it for you. Next one, Nia Jax, or Nia Jax, the woman who did not protect her opponents, who was hurting everybody, who walked around for years, almost seven years in the WWE with this attitude, they're not going to touch me, I'm untouchable because my cousin is The Rock. And what happened? Karma came to bite her in her ass because not only did she get let go, but she got, according to her, when she put uh, a Twitter, that she asked for a mental break. I guess, you know, again, I, 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 that part I understand because it's mental breaks. You need it. And they were asking her to come back this month. Okay. And she said, can you please give me time? Whatever. And WWE refused to do that. And so instead, they used that she was unvaccinated. Okay. But you wanted her back. But she was unvaccinated. But because she was unvaccinated, you used that to get her fired now i'm not a big nia jacks fan never never been because you know the way she's very very uh uh how to say that she's reckless and 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 i'm not a big fan but for you to let go of somebody because they have again because they needed a mental break and then you use the unvaccinated part to let her go because you didn't get what you wanted from her and she's asking for more time it goes to show that wwe wrestlers and the rosters are like cattle. Once that cattle is no good or producing milk, you should take them to the barn and excuse for what I'm about to say, shoot the, the damn cow or the, or the bull in the back of the head in the back of the farm. That's what they do. You know, they don't consider these wrestlers as human beings, okay? And the fact that you got John Noronitis sending emails to the NXT roster, to the regular roster that he forgot to put Carrying Cross, so I guess Carrying Cross was just uh, well, we don't want him, we don't care for him, and they let him go. And now Carrying Cross is better off from the get go. He should have went to AEW before he went with WWE when he left Impact. Oh, go to MLW. You had a chance to go stay in Mexico. You could stay ML. 
and now you know this happened but it is what it is and this is your wwe uh news and again if you, you want to support wwe that's going to be on you I, I really don't care we'll be right back after this today's chokeslam wrestling report is brought to you by stamps.com since 1998 stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're in an office sending invoices, a side hustle, SD shop, or full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discount on postage and shipping from USPS or UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with stamps.com new rate advisor tool you compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option save time and money with stamps.com there's no risk and with my promo code pod you'll get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the, the homepage, and type in P-O-D. That's stamps.com, promo code P-O-D. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Jada Red Sante, host of Turnbuckle Tabloid, and you're listening to the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. And we're back. So we're going to talk now. The Sinclair Broadcasting. The owners of Ring of Honor are in debt or over $12.5 million. $8.7 was them trying to uh, create a streaming service. And I guess it has not been going well for them. And because of their $12 million debt, you think about how Sinclair continue to pay the wrestlers the ring of honor wrestlers during the pandemic last year but let's be realistic ring of honor again i, I spoke about this last week ring of honor pretty much shot themselves in the foot because joe Koff and his people were trying to live off ring of honor's past and their library and who came through those doors which is i mean if you look at it look up if i could run down the people that has come through those doors in Ring of Honor, you can go with the AJ Styles, Brian Danielson, Nigel McGuinness, Samoa Joe, Austin Arias, uh, Christopher Daniels, uh, Kazarian, uh, the Young Bucks, who else? Uh, Adam Cole, uh, Kevin Owens. Uh, the list is on and on, and these all these guys are superstar in some way or fashion. But 
Ring of Honor decided that, hey, in 2014, okay, and I'm, like I said, I pretty much know, uh, I, I started watching Ring of Honor hardcore, real hardcore, like 2012. Um, so I really didn't know they passed until I started studying, buying DVDs, and getting to know who the wrestlers were. You know, they had the low keys, you had the homicides. And little by little in 2014, in the height of Bullet Club, okay, and this was right after um, Prince Balor uh, left New Japan and uh, AJ Styles became the leader. That's where New Japan figured, well, you know what? Let's work with Ring of Honor. I mean, even though they have worked with Ring of Honor in the past, but let's be work closer. And Ring of Honor, when I tell you Ring of Honor got to, you know, um, pretty much shine with New Japan because the stars would come and, and have wrestling matches with they stars. And then Bullet Club came into the scene and New Japan, uh, you know, uh, had the Bullet Club. Bullet Club was very, very, very popular. Nothing compared to what it is today, even though they're still around eight years later. Um but if you think about it, that Bullet Club back then, when you had Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, AJ Styles, you had the Young Bucks that would come in. They were selling merchandise with that Bullet Club logo. It ran from 2014 to 20, I believe, 18. And New Japan uh, let Ring of Honor sell the merch as far as Bullet Club is concerned. And they Ring of Honor thought, well, you know what? We got this. You know, we got the, the 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 elite, and we're gonna keep making money with the Cody Rose, Hangman Page, Kazarian, uh, Scorpio Sky, all these guys are the the eight guys that left on 2019, and they figure, well, we're gonna make money. They thought that you know uh, they were gonna have the Young Bucks forever. They thought they were gonna have Scorpio Sky, Kazarian, and Daniels forever. Uh, the you know the the Adam Coles and the and the Hangman Page. They thought they were going to have him forever. And when that dark day, when 2019 came in, the beginning of the year, there was no more Elite, no more the, the Scorpio Skies and the Kazarian Daniels. They were all gone. Ring of Honor decided to bring in Juice Robinson, David Finley, uh, Tenille Dashwood, uh, Tracy Williams, Mark Haskin, Bandito, and created a team called uh, what is it, the bloodline? Oh, no, what's it, the bloodline? Uh, oh, my God, I forgot the name. You know, so they made another group, you know, and, you know, Lifeline. That was the name of the Lifeblood, Lifeblood. I think it was Lifeblood, Lifeline. It was some, some bullcrap name. And that group did not do anything. They it didn't, it didn't have these, uh, their fans invested in the in the shows. Um, Tenille Dashwood didn't even wrestle, not even one match in there. Juice Robinson and David Finley, uh, they didn't even go for the tag team belts. You had Bandito, of course. Bandito was doing his thing. Uh, Haskin and Williams, of course, they were doing, you know, fantastic wrestling matches with other wrestlers. I think that Matt Taven at that time was feuding with one of them. And they had Matt Taven also. Matt Taven with the, 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 the Kingdom, which it was at that time was uh, – uh, the, it was the crazy horse. I forgot the guy's name and, and Vinny Marcellia. So they had a little decent uh, roster. They had the Jay Lethals, but it wasn't the same after 2019. Now you will figure, you know, 
Ring of Honor is still working with New Japan. And uh, the year before, Ring of Honor decided that they want to run a show at Madison Square Garden. WWE decided to try to block them. New Japan gets involved with their lawyers. WWE backs off. Then they get to do the G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden, which I was there that night. And instead of Ring of Honor, you know, saying, well, you know what? New Japan is helping us, you know, keep, you know, bringing a product and making the show. They try to make a, 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 some type of stupid deal behind the scenes in the middle of a four-way match. They had uh, Evil, Sonata, the Gorillas of Destiny, uh, Brody King, and PCO. And I believe uh, it was the Briscoes, okay? It was a four-way. During the ending of that match in Madison Square Garden, the same night that the WWE was having a Hall of Fame at that Barkley Center, the night that Bray Hart got attacked, uh, Enzo Amore and Big Cass decided to jump over the barricade uh, and a big fight supposedly with the with the Briscoes and everybody else. The Gorillas of Destiny were freaking pissed because they had just won the Ring of Honor, and they already were the IWGP champions. Where you saw Tamatanga and the post show grabbed the Ring of Honor tag team belt and threw it against the wall. Why? Because Ring of Honor decided to play games and try to make a storyline and try to we're trying to bring in Big Cass and Enzo to Ring of Honor to feud with the Briscoe. Even Bubba Ray Dudley was involved in that. And after that. No one, no one from New Japan wanted to go to Ring of Honor to wrestle for Ring of Honor. Juice Robinson said, "Nope, I'm packing my bags. I'm leaving." So was uh, David Finley, and only the members of the uh, Lifeblood or Lifeline, whatever the hell they were called, but only left with Trey. Uh, what was it? Uh, Mark Haskin, uh, uh, Tracy Williams, and Bandito and Tennille Dashwood had left the company by then. So. Instead of them saying, well, you know what? Let's try to work something. They try to work with CMML, bringing their Mexican wrestlers. That didn't work. Okay? They try to work with the NWA. They did, a, uh, I believe, a, uh, to crown NWA World Tag Team Champions. They did the Jim, the, the Jim Crockett Cup. Uh, that was horrible. That whole Crockett Cup. There was nothing compared to the Crockett Cups of the 80s. That Crockett Cup was a crock of shit, to be honest. They never ever try to make it better so they never invest in money they figured they were going to be good no one saw the pandemic coming after 2019 believe me ring of honor was suffering big time and once that pandemic came it was over for ring of honor because they had now they decided well you know what we're going to pay our wrestlers we're going to make a uh, they were trying to make itself an example look we pay our wrestlers you know, and by then Marty Scrover came in as the Booker, who signed with Ring of Honor, and, and for two years. But no one saw the Speak Out movement that happened in June of last year, where Marty Scrover's name popped out. You know, Marty Scrover right now is supposedly wrestling in Puerto Rico and whatnot. I don't know what company out there is giving him that chance. It was an idiot. They don't know the history, all because they want that little dollars. But you know, and they, they goes to show you what you do comes back to bite you in your ass. And now Ring of Honor, you know, they announced two weeks ago that they had let all their uh, roster go. They're not signing anybody else after the 2021 year is over. Anybody who's over that will get paid only to March. So they're talking about they're going to reimagine the company. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. But right now, Ring of Honor, they're claiming they want to come back and they want to deal with wrestlers that are not under contract. 
I don't know how's that going to work. And then they're sending the library. It's over for them. It's over. So we'll be right back after this. Hi, this is James Rodens from the WNR podcast. And you are listening to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. back guys so let's talk about um aew um this week they did the go home show for dynamite and rampage uh rampage i think was a little better because of that great great uh promo between eddie kingston and cm punk two of the best promo guys in the business but let's start off with aew dynamite they had kenny omega Versus five from the Dark Order, Alan Angel. This match was way better than their first meeting in 2020 and whatnot. Um, and but Alan Angel proved he can hang with anyone. But Kenny Omega, of course, got the win with his two B triggers for the win. And you could tell that um, you know, uh Alan Angel will be is gonna be a big star at AEW. I mean, he's been like a little uh lackey for the dark order but you know he's getting more popular because of the sammy Guevara vlog um he didn't wrestle with his mask this time which is i mean i found it a little weird but it was cool to see them after the match though omega gets the win of course like i said with a v trigger he didn't even do the one win angel omega asked for a chair from nakazawa he attempted to do a one win angel on that chair but hammock page comes out and nearly buckshot omega and then Omega, you know, ran out, and Hangman tells Kenny he better hold on tight to the belt because he only got 10 days. So right there, let's start right there. Was It's going to happen. Um, I, I said this is a go-home show. No, it's not. Next This Wednesday is the go-home show. Yeah, next this Wednesday. I got, I got all confused. Anyway, then they had a Malachi Black promo with uh, he was being banned from ringside for uh, Cody Rhodes' match against andrade's cm punk cut a promo asking to for the fans to chant mostly because what he's going through uh which um pretty much you ever guys know that he had to enter into a rehab we're going to be talking about that and he said uh he said calls out eddie kingston for eddie kingston um pretty much into uh not interfering but uh you know, disturbing the interview he was having with Tony Schiavone last Friday at Rampage. Uh, he called out Eddie Kingston to apologize, uh, to apologize, but Eddie Kingston was not in the building, so they were going to meet up for the apology in St. Louis, which it was on uh, Rampage. Miro did a promo, says God tried to... Uh, he, said, he said something about God trying to, you know, put him in a spot for him to get... Uh, that shot at the world title and he is included in the world title tournament because of Moxley uh entering a rehab so you know uh Miro gets the chance to wrestle against uh Orange Cassidy at the end of the night super click promo of course Christian Luzorosaurus comes out they start feuding with um uh with the super click uh so the j uh jungle boy comes out and jumps off the stage and lands 
on the uh you know on the super click christians spears matt jackson jungle boy does a hoda karana looks to show it chokesland nick on adam cole and then christian goes and does the concerto or adam cole leaving him laid out on the stage so that goes to set you up for the meeting at full gear they had a tbs title promo of course as you guys know there's a tournament for that they were talking about the upcoming match coming i believe it's next week chris stanlander versus ruby soho summarize soil and arrow star wrestled ftr for the triple a tag team title summarize Sword is kalisto so uh one thing that pissed me off as many that i saw that i guess the guys don't forget what the hell he had uh is that he kalisto tried to do the damn lucha chant the bullshit from wwe i was like no then arrow star looked like he ran out of gas he looked like he's a little bit overweight. Aerostar, I've seen Aerostar wrestle in AAA. He's never gassed out like that. He was gassed out against FTR. And, you know, at the end, of course, the uh, um, the FTR beat, uh, you know, Samurai Saw and Aerostar. Samurai Saw got in trouble, supposedly, by well, Brody Lee's wife and Chris Jericho because he spelled uh, John Hubert wrong where he had he had a, a h into john but it's a silly mistake and i think it's not a big deal to do but the wife got pissed off because said you know he tried to you know give uh i guess um uh, honor to brody lee and he spelled john's name wrong and he got chewed up for it so they had a sheet of promo and nyla rose interrupted that saying you know i hope your leg gets better because these two are going to face off in the woman uh tbs title tournament inner circle and american top team uh got into it in a promo junior DeSanto was called popeye dan lambert is picked for the full gear the one part that gave me crazy is the girl i forgot her name uh she says she's part of the top team and she said that she could take all five members of the inner circle and jericho ran with it she said oh so you could take all five guys and that's been the meme of the week Matt Seidel, Lee Moriarty, Dante, and Leo Royce to wrestle each other next week, which will be very interesting to watch Leo Moriarty. If you guys haven't seen Leo Moriarty, the guy's talented. Seen him at MLW. He fought Bobby Fish not long ago. Jamie Hedger versus Anna Jay. This was a good match, but caught Britt Baker interfere in this match. It caught Anna Jay the match. They decided to attack her afterwards. Ty Conti comes out but gets outnumbered. And then Thunder Rosa comes out to the save. And now there's a six-man tag of set up for next week, I believe, for the go-home show. The MGA Pro promo, he stood there talking a lot, claiming he is better than everyone. Sting comes out. Pinnacle comes out. But then MJ and Darby start going at it through the crowd. Uh, you know, it's just a setup of what's coming for, um, you know, um, full gear. Andrade versus Cody. Uh, I believe this was a good match. Fans are still still booing for Cody. Andrade was getting most of the cheer. FDR interfered in this match when he came under the bottom of the, the ringside area and cost Cody the match. Andrade kicked Cody head off. Anderson and Blanchard had a face-off. And it looked like Anderson and Blanchard was going to go at it, but the Lucha Bros comes out to save him. And what is the deal with Andrade and the Pinnacle? Well, that answer, wait. We're aware that uh, it looks like Andrade is 
using the services of FTR and paying MJF in the pinnacle for those services. Orange Cassie versus Miro. Uh, Brian Danielson came out as commentating. And the feedback of this, uh, as much as I see it, my heart was in the crowd. He really didn't do much. Uh, Cassidy hit an elbow drop on Miro on the table at one point. Miro ends up tapping out Cassidy with the game over. Of course, we knew that was going to happen. And now we're going to have Brian Danielson versus Miro at full gear with the number one contendership on the line. So that was your AEW Dynamite review. Then we had AEW Rampage. The first match of the night was Brian Danielson versus Anthony Bowens. Mass Caster, of course, with his rhyme, pretty much uh, mentioned one of the Bella Twins of show. He mentioned about something about the uh, the father-in-law thing. But Bowen started quick with uh, quick arm drags on Danielson, which caught me off guard because I thought this, is, this was going to be a squash. And, you know, Bowen started dominating with uh, – Danielson started dominating the match with submission hold. Bowen took control when he yanked Danielson on the ring apron when Brian attempted a kick, and Max Caster followed that up. With a clothesline, Danielson then took control with kicks and then a dropkick in the corner. Bowen hit the arrival move, and then Caster gets dropkick for trying to interfere in the match. Danielson with a body press on both members of the acclaim outside, stomps on the on the head of Bowen. He hit, puts the label lock, and makes Bowen tap. Again, I thought this match was going to be a squash match, but it was a decent bout, and Bowen's uh, looks very good compared to what I've seen him in the past. CM Punk face-to-face Eddie Kingston's um, apology. This was classic. Eddie came out with a purpose. They came out, uh, Eddie Eddie Kingston, they played the, the, the music. He didn't come out. And CM Punk said, well, I guess he's not here either tonight. And he came out with a purpose. He went into the ring and talked about 15 years worth of stuff that it looked like it was a real shoot because, uh, he talked about when he first started in the indie, how CM Punk was his hero, along with some more Joe, Homicide, and a host of others. But he said that um, CM Punk started making fun of him or, you know, judged him because he liked to eat a lot, was a little fat and whatnot. CM Punk, in return, said that he's using that as an excuse. He saw uh, he saw um, Kingston as a, uh, how do you say that, a... Uh, a top tier wrestler, but everybody else did. And so it kept going back and forth, but it was great promo. And at the end, uh, Kingston said, fight me, fight me. And CM Punk said, well, I'll see you in the 13. And once he said, one other thing, one, I said, I'm going to beat you up. I don't care about wins and losses, but I'm going to beat you up. And then you can leave for another seven years. And once he said that to CM Punk, CM Punk did that Kurt Angle headbutt, and they went started going at it. Everybody came out of the back to try to stop that match. Uh, Bunny versus Red Velvet. This was not much of a match. I was surprised Red Velvet hit the the slice move on Bunny and beat up within like three four minutes. So now these uh, she's gonna face Jay Carhill in the tournament. Uh, I don't know where that's gonna go, but who knows? John Silver versus Adam Cole. This match was pretty good for Johnny Hungy, who um, everybody you know pretty much. Uh, you know, underestimated because of his size, because he's a short guy, but he re- he wrestled this match good. It's a great match, but with the interference of course, the young buck, I came out dark order, trying to counter the interference. Silver gave it all. Adam Cole wins the match with the boom, and that is your rampage. So they're pretty much setting up everything for next Saturday. 
uh, for uh, Full Gear. Um, so, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting and whatnot. Um, other news from AEW, of course, we had the, uh, of course, we know the John Moxley situation. He, uh, this was like the Wednesday night when the news came in that he had uh, pretty much got into a uh, rehab center. Uh, I think it was Tuesday night because he was supposed to wrestle Wednesday night and that didn't happen. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's sad what, uh, what happened with him. So, um, you know, um, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so, you know, we wish him the best. Um, I, I like what CM Punk did the night after Wednesday night. I gave him the respect that Moxley deserves. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was cool. It was real cool. Um, so, you know, hopefully Moxley comes back. I mean, he was wrestling kind of, you know, reckless at one point. I mean, he busted. He dropped uh, Yuta on his head the week before he beat up um, uh, 10. Um, so and opened his head open with a, with a shot at the damn uh, steps in the ring so who knows but again we wish him the best so with that what happened with john moxley miro and AEW creative direction changed several times recently the final decision to have miro replace moxley in the tournament was made tuesday november 2nd in the afternoon so you know a, a lot of people uh i guess me myself i i, I said who are they gonna put in the ring with orange Cassidy? there's no way in the world you're gonna put Orange Cassidy versus Brian Danielson. That's not that's not even a damn. Not that Orange Cassidy can't give him a match, but it's no. You can't put him, a comedic wrestler, to go in there with Daniel Brian uh, Brian Danielson, who you know it's a it's a it's a superstar. So Miro in there taking care of that situation and beating Orange Cassidy to face Brian Danielson at the finals on February um, November thirteenth at Full Gear is is the best. The best move they could ever had. Uh, Britt Baker pretty much criticized WWE development system. She said, I don't think putting a bunch of models at least off the street in a warehouse is teaching them all to do the same thing the same way, uh, you know, at the same time is going to create a successful roster. People learn differently and have different strengths and weaknesses. And sometimes you have to find out what those are on your own. And that's pretty much what WWE has been doing. And that is grabbing anybody and making them, you know, or make them pretend they're wrestlers. If you look at Top Dollar, who's a football player, okay, and he has no background of wrestling, and I saw him wrestle, did not impress me at all. It's just another big fat guy in the ring where the other guy's doing all the work, and this is this is WWE trying to bring a different uh, eyes set of eyes into the product that they never really cater to, which is stupid because it's to me it's more like do you not know that the uh, the African American um, community has been watching wrestling for a long time? So now you want to put hip hop into wrestling? You know, no, stop, stop. Nothing against what they do, hip hop or not, but you got to know how to do it. And a top a top dollar, who again and hit roll, just hit, one of their members hit the road, so it's over for them. They're not. I, I listen. I cannot wait to see where they go from here to the end of the year, where they're going to be at. So we'll see about that. Uh, and that is it for the AEW report today. And we will be back after this. 
Hey, it's your boy, the host of the Chokesland Wrestling Report, the ultimate one from New York City. Uh, I want to thank those who's been supporting the podcast for the last two and a half years. As you guys know, I have a apparel website where you guys could get your hats, your shirts, and coming soon will be the black hoodies with the Chokesland Wrestling Report logo on it, the same ones you see on my thumbnails when I do my podcast uh, you guys could go to tcwr.veryinkpressive.com again that's tcwr.veryinkpressive.com the home of the chokesland wrestling report you get the hats there's three different type of shirts you got the chokesland wrestling report the original one for 20 bucks the other two up for 25 dollars. you guys could go in there check it out you could register to the website you could go into the website and you could watch the youtube videos that is linked into this web page also there's the logo of the chokesline wrestling report if you click that it will take you directly to the audio podcast and right under it you get to see the apparels the shirts i am going to put black hoodies coming up soon so guys check it out again this is a good way to support the chokesline wrestling report and i'm again i am thankful and glad that you guys are supporting the chokesline wrestling report i am your host the ultimate one from new york city and i hope you guys be safe and sound and hope to hear from you soon And we're back with some more news and rumors in the wrestling business that happened during the week. First of all, sometime last week, Bronson Reed, who's now known as Jonah, says immigration and visa process caused him to miss impact for Bound for Glory. Uh, I think I covered that the other day at my TikTok videos. At the moment, he said it's everything to do with migration, immigration, so I'm not able legally to do anything wrestling-wise until my immigration is sorted out. But it should be sorted very soon, and I'm very happy about that, he said. It's completely a nightmare. That's how it works, but no issues. Everything pretty much set in stone now. I have a great set of lawyers actually helping me out. As of next swing, things should be set in stone for me to be able to work, uh, you know, somewhere. I'm not going to say anything, but I think November, you'll get to see Jonah around someplace. Uh, I know New Japan Pro Wrestling was really, really interested in bringing in Bronson Reed aka now or he's aka bronson reed now he's known as jonah um and uh pretty much uh he is i think don't be surprised if he lands in new japan because new japan is really really trying to get him to wrestle in japan i mean it would be nice to see bronson reed somewhere that is going to make him a start and you know again wwe losing another wrestler that he could have done something with but we all know as far as you know, you know, uh, the uh, pineapple head, I forgot his name, Sugar, whatever. He said that when he was in WWE, so an agent told him that they're not a wrestling company. So, what are you? But we're not going to get into that right now. Uh, John Moxley's his book came out. I ordered it, I haven't been able to read it yet, so I will start reading that soon. He claimed that Brian Dennis is the greatest wrestler who has ever lived. Again, that's his opinion. He said, I believe Brian's the greatest wrestler that has ever lived. Tell me he's not. 
I mean, he's been looking so freaking good. He could beat you in any way. And the great thing about Brian uh, Brian Danielson is that when he wrestles you, you don't know what, who, how he's going to make you submit. He got so many finishing moves that he can make you tap. He could choke you out. He could do everything. This is the American Dragon. Brian Danielson, a future Hall of Famer. And I'm talking about the WWE because that shit don't mean nothing anymore. You know, so uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, MLW. Yes, this uh, I caught up with MLW since uh, the fight land. Um, and I am very impressed with what's going on. Uh, Cesar Duran, who used to be the guy who ran the uh, uh, what we call the uh, Lucha Underground, it pretty much it looks like MLW is doing the same thing. Uh, I'm loving the whole thing with Cesar Duran, I'm loving him uh, in cahoots with Contra Unit uh you know uh alex hammerstone and the war chambers whatever uh that happened yesterday some results came out of that um and if you don't want to listen to this you could skip this if you want but the opera cup was decided david riches beat tjp to win the opera cup uh david riches looking so good compared to when he was in uh in impact he looks very he still he still got it let me put it that way and um he's pretty good uh, another title change happened that took place at MLW War Chamber. 5150 LAX Danny Limelight and Slice Boogie defeated La Parks uh, for the MLW World Tag Team titles. Uh, and that's it. I believe that's Danny Limelight's first World Tag Team titles. I know that they are uh, uh, on United Wrestling Network Tag Team Champion. I think I believe he's with Papo Esco. Uh, so. There they won the tag team championships at 5150. Um now, um, this new LAX, am I crazy about them? Eh, I, you know, this is just my opinion. I mean, they know what they're doing, but I think um they overdoing the whole, you know, beating up everybody and spray painting people. But you know, um Conan knows what he's doing. So, but they won the tag team belts. You already see they got the world tag team champions. I think Danny Linek is better off as a singles wrestler. That's just my opinion. But if he enjoying, he's enjoying the tag team scene, that's on him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I cannot tell the guy what to do, but uh, the guy's talented, you know, um, and he's very talented. Um, so maybe, who knows? Um, let's see how long this new LAX 5150 uh, does. So we'll see about that. A new national heavyweight champion was crowned. And this was a surprise to me. Uh, Alex Kane, who is managed by King Mo, uh, America's top team. He won the uh, the National Openweight Champion in a, uh, I believe it was a five-way. There was a bunch of other wrestlers there. He wins the belt. The guy is awesome. And, and he is a powerhouse. It reminds me a little bit of powerhouse Hobbs, um, more like a Jeff Cobb. Um, and he has it. He has him. This guy is very powerful. So he's the new champion. Uh, so I'm really looking forward what's going to happen. But the whole MLW thing is, is getting good. I mean, MLW is never boring. You know, only in the time I've been following MLW, there was only one boring segment that they did, and that was when Tom Lawler was in the Filthy Island. That was a terrible, terrible show. Terrible. Wrestling in the ring with no ropes. It, it was just terrible. That, I don't know who came up with that idea, but that was a terrible, terrible, terrible segment. But after that, they always have stuff going on i i mean the whole storyline where now they're making it look like richard holiday 
and uh, I forgot the girl, Alicia Stouts, are uh, a unit. Uh, it's uh, and Caesar Duran acting like this conniving underground boss. You know, it's it's the whole thing is great. I mean, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so let's move on to New Japan. New Japan, uh, Kasuka Okada uh, is going to wrestle Buddy Murphy. At, well. Oh, Buddy Matthews, let's put it that way. Buddy Matthews, also known as Buddy Murphy, at the uh, in San Jose next week at the uh, what the hell is it at? They're gonna have uh, the Valley something Valley, um, uh, pay per view for New Japan for next week. The same day they having the pay per view for all full gear. So that's interesting. But they are about to go head on. Uh, Okada said, "Hey, Buddy Matthews, I'll see you in San Jose. Bring it on, bastard." So next. He said, I'll be heading to the U.S. for a little bit. I'll be leaving the fans here for a little while. The plan is to fire up the ring in America. So next stop, San Jose. Hey, buddy, Matthews, I'll see you in San Jose. Bring it on, bastard. So that's going to be interesting. They're having a, a New Japan Strong is having another pay-per-view, which I'm definitely going to order. Check it out. Uh, and I'll probably uh, I'll try to cover that event because that's the same day they, uh, they have the AEW um, full gear. So I'm uh, it's gonna be kind of hard for me to do those two both because I because I got to see one, and most likely I'm seeing AEW full gear, uh, so definitely I'll see what happens there. Um, so Moose, the Impact World Champion, uh, this is this is terrible. Uh, he said that uh, it says winning the Impact World Title and racial abuse he has been resenting because of it. You know, let me read what he said. He said. Um, I feel like if you uh, if you know pro wrestling, an old school book, you should you should have saw it coming. He's talking about the uh, the him uh, uh, cashing in his call to the shot title match, which I wasn't happy about it because it kind of took Josh Alexander winning in front of his kids and all that. It was to me it was terrible. But he said, I say that because early in the night I won the call your shot gunly wrestling one on one. Unless it's old school WWE where they don't mind putting the title on a baby's face and having them hold it for a year, wrestling one on one, wrestling one of us who chases the title, a baby face. If I don't cash in that night, you have a heel with the trophy that can cash it at any time. Technically, the heel is the baby because I will be chasing. I feel like I had to get rid of it as soon as possible, so I wasn't chasing. Usually, the guy chasing gets the baby face rub. Now being a dirtbag and taking everything away from Josh, the babyface, is chasing. I don't care what people think. They can hate me. They can like me. If they hate me, I'm doing a good job, which is true because he's a he's a heel. I just hate, hate that it gets to where people hate me so bad that it crosses the reality into the reality and they call me the N-word and DM me racial stuff. Is it that serious? Are you that butthurt over stuff that isn't real? No disrespect. You know, uh, is it real to disrespect me? When you see a movie with Denzel and hate the ending, do you text Denzel? Me, being who I am, I'm trying to find the positive. I remember when I saw people tweeting me and saying racial stuff, I heard a video of someone yelling the N-word during my promo. I texted Scott and said, well, I guess I'm the best human wrestler because I got people to go racial. As sad as it is, there's no way to turn the negative into a positive. Why do, would I do it again? Yes, because I don't give a F. And he said, I have no idea what's going on on the storyline with me and the title and Josh. I feel like fans are going to want to see that match right away or they want to see Josh and me right away. You can't have it 
right away. No impact. That match isn't going to happen for another six to eight months, maybe even longer. You're going to have to keep watching. The things they don't realize is the longer you wait, the more you want to see Josh kick my ass. We're not going to give it to you. It's old school booking, but fans want everything right now. When they finally get it, and if Josh finally beats me, fans are happier. If we give it to you now, what do we do eight months from now? They don't get it. Everything he said there is true. Um, we have been, um, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, how, what is the word I'm trying to use here? We 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 have been trained that oh, if a champion loses the belt, you know, that you like, you want that guy to give a title shot right away. I mean, and what he said about the old school booking, I I don't agree with the six to eight months. Unless you got a row of challenges you're going to have for the next six to eight months. You know, I agree because now the more you wait, the more hungry you're going to see. You want to see the heel get his ass kicked. It's the same thing with the Kenny Omega and the Handman Pays. That's been going on for two years. It's called long term storytelling. Okay. And the fact that people are crossing lines, talking, saying racial stuff to this man is ridiculous because. It shouldn't get to that point where you have to go and use the N-word, go to his DMs, and st- you know what? You got a bunch of creeps in the wrestling community, bunch of trolls, people who, you know, who keeps thinking this is real stuff. You know what? The, these wrestlers are human beings, man. And you want to go on the DM, use the N-word because you didn't like the finish? I didn't like the finish. You didn't see me. Um, texting, going to the moon's Twitter and call him an a hole. That's effed up because you you beat him. That's part of the booking. I didn't like the booking. I didn't like the ending. But hey, uh, it, that's part of wrestling. You're not gonna like the book, the 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 ending most of the time. You may feel it's a effed up finish. But I'm not gonna go and and DM the guy and use the n word on him. But that goes to show you this wrestling community the way it is. The IWC is the worst. It's the worst. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, um, we got some New Japan, um, um, you know, news coming up here. Uh, first one, never open way six-man tag titles change hands at New Japan Power Struggle that happened yesterday. The House of Torture, Evil, Yuhiro, Yuhiro Takahashi, and Show defeated Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and Yoshihashi to become the new open win six man tag team champion. And I think Evil, this is his like third or fourth time that he has won this six man when he was part of Lloyd Gobernables. Uh he won that title, I think like three times. This is like the fourth time he won that six man tag. We also have a new IWGP junior heavyweight champion crown at the same event. Ed Desperado wins, I believe, his third IWGP junior heavyweight championship when he defeated Robbie Eagle. I mean, the fact that Robbie Eagle had the belt, that was you know, uh, that was surprising to me when he went that. New IWGP United States Champion crown and New Japan Pro Wrestling Power Struggle. Kenta, who had that damn briefcase for God knows how long when he won the New Japan U, New Japan Cup USA last year, last summer and was walking around walloping people on the head with it, including, you know, Tanahashi with it. Um, finally wins the IWGP United States title after almost a year trying to get that title and couldn't beat moxley for it so now kenta has the belt uh, congratulations to them they, so it looks like bullet club has like already 
two of the four, I think two of the four, two of the five major titles they have. They got the six men. Now they got the United States title. Um, so that is the new for New Japan. Um, and that is it for me now. Uh, again, uh, actually, no, I got one more here. And of course, people are going to say, why do you keep pick, picking on top dollars? Because this guy don't know when to stop. So the last new here, ha ha, they came in through Fight for Select, select was the top dollar set. Just, just like there's no leader in Shield, there's no little leader in Hit Row. And he said, and I'm going to read what he wrote. A lot of people get mass saying Swirl was the leader of Hero and NXT. And now Hero sucks because Top Dollar is the leader on SmackDown. There's no leader in Hero, just like there's no leader in the Shield. There is no leader in Hero. We're all leaders because we all feel like we're stars. We all feel like we were waiting for our opportunity, and it just happened that it all came at the same time. Swirl, if Swirl is in the storyline, right? Uh, and the NXT North American title, and he gets to be the focal point, then we shift. We all have his back. If it's me and Adonis going after the tag title, we're, we shift. It's me doing a solo thing, we shift. There's no leader. We're all leaders. That's what makes our crew cool because there's no egos involved. Do we gain anything from bickering over who should shine more when we could all just shine? He said. Now, with that being said, uh, he's been doing a lot of talking. Like I said earlier in my podcast, he does a lot of talk, a lot of smack. Where these guys are going to be from here, maybe to February of next year? Nowhere in the roster. I, I believe these guys are all going to get cut. The way WWE is doing cuts, they're going to be next. Somewhere Because this top dollar dude, he has no wrestling skills. I didn't see nothing big about him. And again, I know a lot of people going to be like, why you keep picking on top dollar? Because I hate big mouth people. You know? Especially when you have not accomplished shit in the wrestling business and you're talking nonsense and you're trying to go online and start some sneak award with the young bugs or, 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 you know, or CM Punk just to get for you to get some type of trending going on. No, I, I don't think so. So that is it for me today, though. Uh, and, and I want to thank everybody for uh, supporting the podcast. Last night I went to Easton uh, Championship Pro Wrestling. Uh, I was invited to that show um, at uh, Highland Mills. I had a great time. It was great to see some of the wrestlers that I know, like Mike No Love Jones, uh, who was uh, Felix Davila, um, the Crazy Clown, uh, the Crazy the Crazy Regan, that's what they call him, uh, the Yankee, uh, the Difference Maker, uh, who else I saw out there, that, uh, especially uh, uh, Bulldog Pittman, the ECPW champion, um, so I'm going to definitely try to get them in for interviews in probably in December when I get a chance. Uh, but I had a great time and, you know, that's why I love indie wrestling. Cause, uh, you know, you get to interact with some of the young stars in the business. Um, and I had a great time. So, uh, again, guys, you want to follow me, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, the chokeslam wrestling report. You can follow me also on my YouTube channel. I just put a, a video this past Friday morning. I'm talking about the releases from WWE. Check that out. Subscribe to the channel. Help the channel. Hit the thumbs up. It will greatly help my channel. Support the channel. Also, I have a uh, website apparel with the uh, for the chokesline. You can help support the uh, the wrestling podcast by you know of uh, you know um, purchasing either the hat, the shirts, or you know now I'm planning to put. Uh, uh, 
black hoodies in there with the chokeslam wrestling report logo on it so that's gonna come up soon uh, i'm really really gonna talk to my peoples also uh we uh i'm still i'm gonna be promoting my guy who does the 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 shirts uh for the podcast and that's my guy vernick r32 store r32 dot store uh you guys could check out all his uh stuff he got going so this there's a lot of things coming up hopefully for the next year and, and you know positive stuff i have a gentleman named danny matos who uh wrote a book about wrestling it's a wrestling poetry book which is i mean i found it amazing of how this man is so talented and me and him uh did a lot of stuff back in the days as far as poetry we performed together and all that stuff when i used to do poetry i don't do that no more but uh yeah so that's the stuff that's going on so that is it for me again uh thank you for your support uh follow me like i said um apple spotify and amazon music well, that's where you can find my audio podcast uh, again subscribe to my youtube channel and uh, also not only that but on the weekdays i do a three-minute video on tiktok guys follow me on tiktok uh the chokesland wrestling report uh you can find me there and uh, you can see that through my instagram and my uh, facebook group where i post the three-minute video talking about the latest news in wrestling so you know uh, of the day so check that out until then guys be safe uh keep yourself very safe i mean it looks like this pandemic is almost over hopefully it will be over by the end of the year and everything gets back to normal until then guys be blessed and i'll talk to you guys next week